Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bruce Cassidy called Saturday's win over the Wild one of the most complete games VGK has played this season. The teams will run it back tonight in Minnesota, and it could be a much tougher and tighter game than Saturday's 4-1 to outcome. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. You could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at TDChrisG, at Tony Dasco. And at Lockdown Golden Knights, that's where to find us on the YouTube channel. And we are brought to you by eBay Guaranteed Fit. And that is, again, if you want to find it, please go to ebaymotors.com. So, Chris, why was the Saturday night victory in the front end of the one-in-one such a complete game? BGK really managed the puck well, we thought. And is Laurent Brossois... Is he starting to move up the goaltender pecking order uh, after another brilliant uh, performance on Saturday night where he stopped 29 out of 30 shots? Uh, Brossois, you can't move up when you're already on top. He is the top right now. And it's very clear by what Cassidy is doing. They're getting him his reps, and they want to see what they have. He's currently 3-0-3 Brossois with a 2-4-4 and a 9-2 goals against average. Those are very good metrics. Now, we only got six games to sort that sort sort through those metrics of, but he is still passing the test from a analytical perspective and also from the eye test. I mean, he just looks pretty good out there. The Sharks game was bad. Fine, whatever. So be it. It was a bad game. His other five starts have been pretty good. The relief effort against Edmonton, that doesn't matter for anything. Uh, the other comment was about the overall effort and it being a 60-minute game for the VGK. It just was. I mean, it was – Minnesota scores a weird fluky goal off a of deflection. Vegas stays within their game. They don't, you know, push. It wasn't uh, – you know, remember early in the season, how many times we were Cassidy make the comments – they're not trying to get it back the first time they go back over the boards. Right. So it was just that they stayed within their game. They you're, you're waiting for the Minnesota push. It just never really came. So VGK, great, great game. And uh, it was a really kind of a boring game in a weird way. Yeah, it was very boring. I felt, and uh, I want to talk about Cassidy. Good, boring. Yeah. A good, boring for VGK fans, but I want to talk about Cassidy and uh, him jumbling the lineups again. Uh, Pavel Dorofeyev was a scratch, a healthy scratch in this game. Bruce Cassidy, this is weird, right? Because it's not like Dorofeyev is a kid getting scratched for a vets. He's getting scratched for Paul Cotter, who in himself is still, I believe, enjoying his rookie campaign. And there's something that Cotter brings to this lamp that Dorofeyev doesn't that Coach Cassidy likes. And I think that's the physicality. Dorofiev is not going to be out there finishing checks the way Paul Cotter, Keegan Colsar, Brett Howden, Jonathan Marcheseau, even Marcheseau again is out there uh, throwing it around. I mentioned that on Friday's show that we're getting playoff Marchy right now as far as the physicality goes. So this is either an audition situation between Dorofiev and Cotter, 
Or honestly, I think uh, Coach Coach Cassie's made his decision. He wants Connor to be the guy between Dorofiev. I don't you know. Don't know if I buy that. Don't know if I agree with it. It's Dorofiev. That's what they were calling him in the Sharks game for a while. I don't know why. I was like, who is that? I couldn't quite Doro. piece it together. We'll call him Doro. We'll call him. We Doro. just call him Doro and Chandler Stevenson on the rebound, uh, much maligned. And hey, he had the faceoff win which led to uh, White Cloud's goal, which was really important. And then Mm -hmm. he scored the empty net goal. Uh, They were much better on face-offs in the face-off circle on Saturday night. I think they were paying attention to our show this past week. Yeah, and, you know, the odd thing I I pointed out, Marc-Andre Fleury, I mean, he's always been a good goalie. I really don't look at him as having a weakness outside of rebound control at times. But whatever scouting report BGK had, they were going glove side the entire game on breakaways on shots from the slot. They were going glove side all friggin' day. And obviously white clouds goal, of course, moments after I said VGK is going glove side all day, he beat uh beat flurry glove side. That was a weird shot Flurry really didn't see it coming, but you know, it was, um, yeah. Face off, sir. Face off wins though. Back to your original comments. Stevenson was a little more noticeable. It still wasn't a great game for Stevenson, but mm. it's better than what it's been. And it all worked out on Saturday. It just all worked out on Saturday for a boring VGK win over, at the time, the second best team in the West. Okay. I thought it was an April Fool's joke. William Carlson, Vegas Bjorn, a roughing penalty for Lady Bing. He got clocked. He got clocked going off, and he just got back in. And it was a spot where I think um, whoever, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it was Kazari or the other ref, he's like, okay, call. I'll take that guy. You take that guy. Shove them both in the box. It was just a little little scuffle, and, you know, the the crowd got what they wanted. They got Carlson skating across the ice uh, with his helmet off, giving a couple hair flips and stuff. So, you know, it was, uh, it was an all-around entertaining afternoon. Evening. Uh, evening. Minnesota had a couple of posts in the game. Uh, were the Wild a little bit fatigued? Did you sense yes. that? Because they had that big emotional win just a couple of nights earlier at Colorado. Yeah. I mean, listen, Minnesota didn't have their best effort. And not to take anything away from VGK, I mean, was this a result of VGK just showing what they're capable of without half their dang lineup? Or was Minnesota, you know, more fatigued? I, 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 guess more on the Minnesota side they didn't have their best effort VGK was really good don't get me wrong but I think Minnesota definitely lost that game more than VGK won that game and maybe that's a little harsh on the VGK side but you get where I'm going with that at the end of the road trip Cassidy did seem like he had his a full understanding of the win meaning it was good he was happy but they're expecting a great effort on Monday night we'll talk more about that later of course but you're going to see a different game on Monday night, a very different team while they're going to be very hungry and VGK better make sure they check all the boxes as far as the details go in that game. Uh, and in white cloud, uh, their goals, uh, it was the second time all season that there were two defensive players scoring a goal in the same game, which I thought was a rarity. And it's a good sign. Again, if you're getting uh, that type of play out of your defenseman, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And there was a, a couple of funny stats where, like, forwards couldn't score on Marc-Andre Fleury in this building since the trade. And then, of course, White Cloud and Hutton, of all people, start the scoring off. And then so that was, um, well, listen, Hutton, I mean, Hutton's just contributing, right? It's everything, everywhere he goes, he's finding ways to uh, get in the lineup. And 
when he's there, he's doing well. He's never going to crack this lineup unless it's for injuries, but you know, it's all of a sudden not a bad little insurance policy as uh, usually needs some of that come playoff time pretty soon. Coming up next, a big game in the return game to Minneapolis here, the home and home. We'll get into that preview when we return the rematch. We'll talk about that next when we resume right here on Locked On Golden Knights. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts for your automobile and accessories, just go to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and then look for the green check to know what part will fit or you receive your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million different parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time at all. After all, it's really easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And we appreciate each and every one of you. It was an unbelievably productive and successful month of March. So we thank everyone uh, for tuning in, for downloading all of your comments. It was our biggest and greatest month of all time right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. And please subscribe to the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> please subscribe to the YouTube <laughs> channel. Uh, so Sunday night I was uh, down at Circa. And uh, we still don't know if uh, VJ, uh, VGK can hang on to that top spot, right, Chris? Uh, they'll play either Winnipeg or Calgary, and it's two or points. Nashville or Nashville. They're still hanging out. Actually, Nashville's still in there. Yes, they're in the mix. But Sunday night, I think it's going to be Winnipeg or Calgary. Calgary now just two points out behind Winnipeg. Yeah, well, they were and losing they the whole game against one. the Ducks. They were losing a that wild whole game. one. They were down three to one in the game. I was watching that game on the big screen at Circa downtown. What a great place to visit. I have friends in town. And yeah, it was a three to one game and they just kept battling back and it was good. It was a great game. Um, and I don't know, like we've talked about who VGK should play in the playoffs, who would be tailor made. You are very concerned about Winnipeg. I think I'm more concerned about Calgary. Uh, Nashville, I'm not quite sure. I I don't know. Maybe they'll be the odd team out. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, listen, any team in the playoffs can go on a run. I mean, the Kings, you know, did it from the eighth seed not too long ago, obviously. So it can happen. And uh, the hot goalie just sometimes makes me nervous of VGK's power play issues and stuff we've had and scoring droughts in the playoffs. Connor Halbuck scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Calgary could be interesting. I mean, starting with Daryl Sutter, he's just a mastermind as far as what he does back there. And Nashville, they're they're playing above their means right now. And if they get lucky and get in, they can't hang with VGK. Plain and simple. Yeah. So we've got uh, the rematch here, VGK and Minnesota. And Minnesota didn't have to stop somewhere on the way home to play a game there. <laughs> um, so the Wild, their head coach, Dean Evason, uh, said after the game on Saturday night, not concerned, was not concerned about his team's effort. He just felt that they didn't have that punch. They lacked a lot of energy. And he thinks... Perhaps it could have been, and he didn't make any excuses. He just said it could have been because of the Colorado game. 
It was a highly emotional game in that one, but he does feel his team will be giving a really good effort tonight. What changes do you think that Minnesota has uh, to make in this contest for them to turn the tide here, to turn it around? And the Kings now just a point back of the VGK. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the whole situation is fun in Minnesota. This is a four-point game for them as far as the Western Conference is concerned. So obviously it's a, a big game and for everyone involved and all the onlookers as well. As far as what changes they're going to do, I don't think you see a whole lot of strategy changes. I don't think you see a lot of line juggling. I just think Minnesota is going to have extra emphasis on getting back to their game. And they're going to try and slow BGK down in the, in the neutral zone, which they were okay at that. Um, Minnesota, they had some chances and some pushes, but it just felt like for a long period of time, especially after the Boldy goal, which was just a weird fluky deflection, like Minnesota really was just kind of there going through the motions. And we've seen the same thing happen to VGK, like in the San Jose Sharks game, for example, where they're there and they're just kind of hanging out, not doing a whole lot, but at least VGK found their game a little bit. They found their second gear where Minnesota never really got there, except for a small area in the third period where they had a nice little push for a while. So Minnesota is going to pay more attention to detail, probably try and be even more physical than they were. Reeves was trying to have a little bit of fun. Uh, he actually took a pretty good run at Colasar, but Colasar was uh, was ready for it. And Reeves tried to start a little something around the VGK net at one point. Um, I, I will say early on, Reeves, every time he was on the ice, VGK was getting scoring chances. But in the third period, Reeves had a couple really good shifts where you know, he actually created a turnover, an odd man rush. He was smart and passed it away, obviously. And then there was another one where he had a point-blank shot on Brassois. He just missed it. He had the whole net and just uh, couldn't finish it. So, you know, Revo, I think, is going to have a decent game, and um, we'll see uh, if uh, we can hang. Gotta, uh, Minnesota's going to come shot out of a cannon. Minnesota's going to have a very quick and good first seven, eight, ten minutes of the game. BGK needs to get out of the first period, and then they can worry about winning the game after that. Yeah, the Wild were the hottest team in the NHL coming into that game on Saturday night. And VGK absolutely diffused them. And that was a pretty good game for the Golden Knights. Will we see, will it be Jonathan Quick against uh, Gustafsson? Gustafsson? I'm sorry, I'm tired. We're recording, on, we're recording late instead of the morning right now. Um, so let's look at the <laughs> schedule here. <laughs> well, Where's your whiskey, bro? There. Where's your bourbon or your whiskey there? No, I drank. I, drank, I actually just had freaking, uh, I was drinking beer during the day and I actually just had a glass of milk because I had to have a fritter. I was really hungry. Didn't get dinner tonight. Long story. So VGK has got a back-to-back coming. We got Minnesota, then Nashville, right? Honestly, you know, Jonathan Quick starts Thursday against the Kings, right? That's got to be the chalk. Has to be the chalk. So and why why did, why did Flurry start on Saturday night? I totally would not have played him Saturday here. Would not have. I mean, I don't know. He, Flurry didn't lose that game. So Flurry was honestly, out doing the dune buggy thing. He was out in the buggies. We saw the videos. And, you know, I think he was hanging out here a bunch. I hear what you're saying. Um, You know, every, every time I think I have Cassidy figured out, he surprises me. I honestly would like to see him come back with Brassois in this game, but Whoa. that doesn't fit the situation for, for mm-hmm. quick. So what the likely scenario is probably quick tonight or quick on Monday. Yeah, quick tonight. Tuesday night, they go back with Brassois against Nashville. And then Thursday, Quick uh, gets a shot against his old king. I think that's the way this ends up shaking out. If it did happen to go Brassois t- um, tonight, Monday night, Quick Nashville, 
And then Thursday, it's Brossois against his former team or against the Kings and not quick. I could see that and I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. I think Brossois could do just fine in the back to back situation, but I don't think that's how it's going to play out. So three games and four nights for the VGK. It's pretty uh, difficult schedule, especially this time of year. And then they come back with a matinee on Saturday at noon. So really, who's it's the, uh, four who's games. The and... on Saturday? Who's the Saturday game against? Dallas. Dallas. That's the noon game on Saturday. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Twelve thirty. But yeah. Doesn't it appear that VGK has played Dallas more here this season? It seems like it rotates. So when you play it. teams in the in the in the in the central, this will be the third. You time, play them right? three times. You play them twice at home, once on the road. The following season, it rotates. I you always play. The, you always play the opposite Dallas division. Dallas has been here times. twice. And then, so this is our first time going to Dallas, then, right? So, so they're going to Dallas yeah. on Saturday. And then next year, Dallas will come here once. We'll go there twice. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Cassidy really likes. I don't know if you listened to him in the post game show, but he really likes these back to backs. And he was said he said it's it's easier for the coaches because they don't have to break down so much film, right? Um, it could be oh, very you, difficult. Yeah. yeah, but he definitely likes the back to backs and. He, remember during the pandemic, you would play where a team would stay in a certain city for two games. They might have a day off in between, but they would play two games in that city. Um, but I don't know what the advantages are. I feel like it's I felt from the beginning that this would be a split in this two game series. And I, I'm not going to change my mind. We'll talk predictions in a minute. But I think uh, VGK and and do you think a team like the Golden Knights could have a letdown saying, okay, we secure the first one. Uh, it doesn't matter if we get the second one. I don't know. Psychologically, we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, also, in the last meeting up there, uh, Cassidy was talking about VGK getting the best of uh, Minnesota with its odd man rushes. Remember that game earlier this season? Yeah, vaguely. It's it's it's, it's not ticking 100%, but, you know, VGK's um... – They've early on, we couldn't beat Minnesota to save our lives. Remember that? Like the, for mm-hmm. the first like three or four seasons, BGK could not crack Minnesota to save their lives. And uh, another thing Cassidy did mention kind of back up what you said is there was a time before the pandemic where they were actually trying to do more series type in, in, in during the regular season where it would be like, I think I, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like there was almost like a, like a, like a every other game thing happening for a minute or two games in one place. And they go for one game. Like they were really trying to get a little more of that in the regular season. But I think the playoffs, the way they do that kind of replaces that now having the two versus three to create that, you know, that rivalry scenario within the division. But I, I get what Cassidy is saying about the back to back, right. You know, if, if you're playing a new, a new game, it's a whole different, um, you know, scouting report and stuff like that. There's not going to be a new scouting report, obviously. So they're probably splitting their time, you know, thinking about uh, tonight's game and then also probably pre-scouts for Nashville too. Yeah, for sure. But uh, VGK has to come out with uh, some purpose and some intent. And uh, when does he quit uh, Cassidy uh, jumbling up the lines? I think it's kind of late in the season to be doing this. Uh, he's... I understand that I don't. First of all, the goaltending situation, I, I get. Brossois, they want to know what they get. Give him all the reps he can handle, health pending. Of course, there's people who uh, understand these million-dollar athletes better than you and I do as far as the health side of it goes. As far as the line goes, you know, you need to know what you have in Dorofiev right now. Or maybe it's just the opposite. Maybe they know what they have in Dorofiev. Maybe Dorofiev? they know he's got a nose for the net. 
He's very good on the offensive side of the blue line. And they're giving Cotter a chance to show what he might, what he maybe he hasn't shown, but Cotter's played what 40 something games already this season, plus or minus with injuries and, and scratches. So, you know, who Paul Cotter is at least the 2023 version of Paul Cotter. Dorofiev is still the unknown right now. So, why is Dorofiev and, and that line is producing like that line is producing when Dorofiev is out there, as is the power play. You know, Paul Cotter is fun, but he's filling more of that third slash fourth line energy role a heck of a lot better than the second line scoring role. So you wonder what Cassidy has up his sleeve and the fact that it's rookie on rookie as far as competing for that spot right now is even more interesting because we're starting to learn, you know, Cassidy and the young guys, he, he likes his vets. And for whatever reason, he thinks Paul Cotter is farther along right now. And um, I was talking to someone, um, I forgot who it was, uh, uh, Joey, Joey something. I forgot what his name is on, on Twitter. Honestly, this might be Bersois' net, even if El- Logan Thompson gets a couple starts down the stretch, at least to start mm. the playoffs. Interesting. It might be yeah. LB's net right now. It's pretty interesting. And we'll have to see because I felt, you know, again, if you have Logan Thompson, we don't know what he'll be like. Will he be in that same sort of a groove that he was earlier this season? There's no telling. And it might take him so, a while no. to get back into, you know, playing shape, actually, too. So we'll have to find out. Playoff. Uh, not even playing shape, Tony. Playoff shape. Playoff even, shape. Even, even, even another gear. Coming up next, we'll have our locks of the night and our predictions, plus much, much more. Don't go away. Stay with us right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Tonight, it is the Natty. It's the National Championship of College Basketball. You've got the Yukon Huskies, Chris. They are a minus seven and a half point favorite against San Diego State. And the cool thing is that I've seen each of those two teams play live this year. Go figure. In any event, it is now time to download FanDuel. That is America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars. That's right. And uh, you should check it out now. It's so easy to download, super easy and simple to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to the points scored to the three pointers drained. And also make sure that you check out uh, the player props. They've got points, rebounds, assists, all of those site, uh, types of bets. And it's really fun and entertaining, especially if you're watching very closely in-game. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger playoff uh, payout, I should say, for the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It's an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And we like the engagement on all of our social media channels. We have such a good time. And uh, you could find us on Twitter. He is at TD Chris G. I am at the other guy or at Tony Dasco, I should say. Lockdown Golden Knights is where you can find us on the YouTube channel. And so, oh, some some good news for the VGK. Uh, Mark Stowe, uh, Mark Stone, Mark Stone, back on the ice, and he's been skating. Uh, I have a feeling, will Riley Smith be on that flight uh, to Minnesota? Uh, probably already took off by the time this airs. So. Fair question. I mean, I know he was in a non-contact jersey over the weekend. Um 
I'll bet he's on the flight either way, whether they intend on playing him or not. I think he's on the flight. I mean, he might be on the flight. So let's just assume his health is better. Maybe he sits against Minnesota and then he comes in against Nashville, which obviously will give the team a little bit of a spark, hopefully. Okay. And you say Mark Stone will be back for the playoffs. I've been one of those detractors. Round two, game one, if not sooner. Now that he's on the ice, Tony, I mean, listen, he's it's light rehab. Like, this is the initial stage, so he's probably not – and, again, I, I have no knowledge, but he's probably not even skating in full uniform right now. He might be out there just in a sweatsuit, just, you know, getting his feet back under him, so to speak, and kind of little by little. But it's it's right on cue, Tony. It's right on cue. It's right on cue. It has been the policy of Cassidy since he's been the head coach here uh, to take players on the road, even if they don't play. So they get in some ice time. They get to skate around with the fellows. So I think that I, I would have to almost assume that Riley Smith is on the road uh, with his team, and he should be back shortly. Uh, it's time for our uh, locks of the night, and I'm going to go. I'm going to stay with Chandler Stevenson, and I don't think I'm going to make it a 94-2 to two, like final, uh, but I do think I'll take Chandler Stevenson and Jack Eichel. Man, you got me in a lot of trouble with that prediction <laughs> and That's I'm going to go and I'm going to go five to two in favor of the wild. And I think if uh, Gustafson's in net, I think it's going to be hard to, to score on him in a game. I'd have to imagine tonight. Yeah. I mean, it's all fair. You know, Minnesota's going to give us a game. My, my favorite saying ever since uh, my, uh, my BFF Connor McDavid said it early on, you know, they owe, it was, it was actually the wild all, all teams. They mentioned they owe him a game and, Minnesota owes VGK a game right now, and I think you're going to definitely get a very good effort, maybe even Minnesota's best effort of the season. That's not saying VGK can't win tonight. It's just going to be a lot more difficult than it was on Saturday nights. Uh, 4-2 Minnesota. So, me and you, Tony, we can be in a, we can be in the doghouse together. It's uh, definitely Thank better you. if we're together instead of opposite in moments yeah. like this. Yeah, I like and, that uh, much better. Kessel had a nice game on Saturday. He did have that breakaway on Flurry, and then he had a really good attempt right after that. So I think Kessel's going to find a way to get one. And let's see if Howden can uh, back it up. Howden had that real nice uh, goal, which beat Flurry Glove side as well um, mm-hmm. in the game. So let's go Kessel Howden. And um, but four two Minnesota, I'm just not feeling this one, just like you. And uh, stick tap to Nick Wah for being a friggin' uh, a friggin' warrior out there takes a puck. What did he? I don't know if it got him right in the in the visor or the head. But it got him it in the head. I thought maybe uh, there was one uh, report that I had heard wh- where they said he got hit maybe under, um, you know, under his chin, like more towards the neck area. So I couldn't but, catch the replay live when it happened. We were walking mm-hmm. around and I saw it, and I only saw one quick replay, and I never yeah. made an effort to look. But either way, missed a couple shifts. Made sure he was good to go and. Uh, you know, get back out there, kid. Let's go. I love it. It could be one of those injuries, though, that, you know, could affect him more later on. Of course. And you definitely hope that's not the case. And if it is a case, obviously, concussion, first thing that comes to mind. But, um, you know, knock on wood, we hope that's not the case because Nick Waugh has been an absolute gem since he uh, came back to health and been a real big part of uh, BGK's you know, recent success. Yeah, it should be a really fun game. I think uh, it'll be more entertaining. When you were there on Saturday night, Chris, uh, was it sort of at the beginning of the game a playoff atmosphere? No, or no, not at all, no. huh? It I honestly never had that vibe, season. Tony Edmonton. Even that? though it was a, it was a crap game, but right. the Edmonton vibe definitely had much more of um, 
the excitement. And there's a lot of Minnesota fans too, you know. Um, so it's not like it was just, you know, an all VGK type thing. It was probably about a, a 75, 25, 70, 30 split. Wild fans are always great. They're always a lot of fun. Very nice to have, have in the arena. And it didn't have much of that vibe though. I mean, and, and it was weird because the game was, was close, right? I mean, it was in mm-hmm. the balance for the first, you know, what, 10, 12 minutes and VGK took that lead, but it just never, like the crowd didn't really even seem terribly into it. Like it was just, I don't know, you know, and I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain. It wasn't that physical, even with Reeves, even, even with all the subplots, right. With flurry out there in Revo, you didn't have that much of an engage. It wasn't that engaged of a crowd. I think is probably the best thing I can say. And maybe a lot of energy was used on just flurry being in the building and cheering for him every time in warmups, he was uh, you know, acknowledging the fans and all that stuff. And then Revo is Revo, obviously doing his thing out there, but it just, I don't know. It was just not a great game. It was, it was a good, good game, good outcome. As far as energy and atmosphere goes. Yeah. VGK goes over the 100-point mark. I'm going to ask a question before we uh, take off here on this edition. I've got got a question that's been burning me up inside. Is the Pacific Division and its playoff teams better than the Central Division right now? Mm, I mean, I was just talking about that on my my show selling cards earlier tonight. You were. And all of a sudden, just the Pacific really taking a huge step up. Okay. You know, I mean... Okay, VGK, LA, let's go three and three right now. VGK, LA Kings, Edmonton, greater than Minnesota, Colorado, Dallas? I think so. I mean, Colorado, listen, Colorado is going to be heard from. We, we, we know this. Colorado will be heard from. Minnesota, is it their time? I don't know. And Dallas, I mean, they're quietly, I mean, they're only five points behind, but, you know, are they ready to take that leap right now? You know? I don't know. I mean, if we're going to look at, you know, Seattle versus Winnipeg, I don't think we should even count that count that battle right now. But, you know, if in a in a six way uh, WWF tag team match, give me the VGK Kings Edmonton side. I think they'll win probably 65 out of 100 of the games. You think that that's <laughs> going to be better huh? on that side? Uh, I think I'll tell so. you what. So the avalanche over the weekend, Landeskog was back skating Manson, who's been out Lekanen. Francis, uh that guy, whatever. They were Francis all back. Yeah. Right? That, is that how you pronounce it? Pavel Francis, the goalie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. Yeah, Francis. Okay. Uh so no, they're all back on the ice skating. So that's uh that's scary. That's scary good. And we'll see a lot of these teams uh, coming back and pulling a lot of players off of the injured list and again, everyone's eligible. Uh there's no no uh, roster limit here. Yeah, I mean, listen, Mark Stone, Will Carrier, Riley Smith, Shea Theodore, Carrier? Logan Where Thompson. Is Carrier? Where is Carrier? I don't know. It's it's fair. Building it's, houses. It's, building houses is the answer. And I'm glad he's doing a lot of great things, but yes. you know, apparently he, it's it's not a thumb injury for what he uses his nails for. It's not a thumb injury. <laughs> we appreciate everyone tuning in. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. From a man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in. See you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.